What is up, everyone? I'm back again. Second week in a row. Um, usually I, I try to space these out, but, you know, this this the next person I have up is, you know, we, we couldn't wait for this. But um, uh, we'll get to that in a few seconds. But I'd like to welcome everyone back to the uh, to open mic with the MVP, Marco. Obviously, I'm the MVP, Marco. And uh, the show is always brought to you by, sponsored by, powered by the Pod Foundation I mean, if you don't know the Pod Foundation by now, um, like I always say, it's the greatest uh, collection of wrestling minds, or even minds in general, since the NWO. Um, if you know what the NWO is, they were the game changers of wrestling back in the mid-90s, and they changed this, the landscape of what you see today. So that's what that's what I consider ourselves of. And obviously, if you don't know who we are, we are the Turnbuckle Tavern. We're also the Extra Cooler Show. We are coming down the aisle, and last but not least... The, uh, the brainchild behind it, the Chick Foley show, which I'm also a part of. Um, yeah, so you can hear me, obviously, uh, pretty much everywhere. I'm like, I'm on the Turnbuckle, Tav- the Turnbuckle Tavern feed. I'm on Chick Foley, obviously. And, you know, I just I just make the rounds. I, I try to spread myself as much as I can, like a, like a virus around the, uh, around the airwaves. So you're welcome, everyone. But um, <laughs> enough of me. Let's get to my... Uh, my my guest for this this week is uh pretty excited for this one because um you know this this person has been around since the beginning pretty much of the uh, Chick Foley uh, show even the Chick Foley um, IG um, you know if you listen to the episode the first episode of Open Mic with Sheena she actually mentions this person um, you know in, in the humble beginnings of kind of like both of their you know you know social media careers essentially and um, this person just blew up and became like a, you know, pretty much like I, I say too big for us now. I think this person's kind of, like, <laughs> I think this person's like, uh, you know, going Hollywood pretty much. And uh, <laughs> I have none other than uh, extra cooler. Nick, uh, how are you? Thank you for having me. And thank you for that introduction. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I am a pod foundation for life. <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame you if, uh, you know, Someone comes knocking on your door. They need a personal, yeah, you know, yeah, artist or something yeah. like that, and you know, or they, or some company comes and scoops you up. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, then, just, just remember us, a little people. I, really <laughs> ask. No problem. <laughs> thank but, you for uh, having me. Yeah, yeah, no, th- thank you for being on. Um, like this is like the. I mean, obviously we've spoken before, and we've like you know DM'd each other, you know, which I want to get into. That's probably the first you know question uh, I want to get into. But yeah, we've. I mean. You're pretty much the like the brainchild. I'm like part of the. I just do the ideas at you, but you're pretty much a brainchild of all the like, pretty much all the Chick Foley show logos uh, that we've had. The my favorite one, hell yeah, ever is the is the the NXT um, Halloween uh, Havoc inspired yes. uh, Chick Foley logo. That's my favorite design. That you know, I don't want to say I came up with, but like you that's did my favorite design that I brought to you, and you like knocked it out of the park. That thank that you kills me every year. Like it's, I, I just get excited every Halloween that when we get to like hell know, yeah that logo. It's awesome. Yeah, you came to me like probably around when NXT reintroduced their own uh, yep. Halloween Havoc, and you were like, "We got to do this. How can we get it done?" And of course. Yeah, man. You like I said, you knocked it out of the park. Obviously, it's the thank you. Know, you. It, it's um. It's real special when you get, when you actually have like a connection to someone like you, like a like an actual like person that has a skill set <laughs> as opposed to us. Um, you actually have a, actually actually that's my first question. What, what's it like to actually have have a skill that you can use besides besides what we do? Um, just it, flapping our gums. 
I am <laughs> I am I am very blessed um, and and blessed to have this platform uh, on podcast and social media yep. uh, to do what I've been doing for the last few years. And uh, I don't know. Whenever people say that to me, I'm like, come on, every, everybody's got a talent, but maybe that's just. The elementary art teacher in me that's uh, constantly <laughs> pushing confidence. Yeah, but that's a good thing. I mean, everyone needs that like little boost of confidence now and then. I think but so. We, we know we know who has you know you know who has the skills and who doesn't and who has like that <laughs> that you know that talent to do what they do. But um, I like it. if you listen to this show enough, you know I'm I'm self deprecating, so I'm not going to say I have any <laughs> type of skill. So I'm, I'm, I will leave it at that. But um, I want to get into the the start of your, of your journey into like extra cool, how, like the inception. Wow. Where oh, the, I mean, I'm pretty sure you talked about like how the name, you know, came about and stuff like that, but like what got you, we'll, we'll get to the name and stuff, but what, what got you into art, into drawing? Um, oh, so the drawing in general, I've always been interested in my, my mother and my father would tell you stories of, uh, me as a kid constantly asking my, uh, my parents and my grandparents to, to draw me pictures of Muppets, um, which is still something I love. Um, and my mom always knew she, she would tell you right now if she was on this podcast, um, <laughs> I don't even know if she knows what a podcast is, um, but, but, but she would tell you that she always thought I was born to do something with art. Um, mm. she, she never knew what, and you know, here I am, uh, an elementary teacher. I'm at the same school for my, going on my 12th year and, wow. uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, and then I also am, have this extra cooler side gig going on. And, yeah. uh, so, so extra cooler started, uh, we just, I, I just had my six year anniversary, uh, back in August. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Again. So, so anyway, we, we were all, every, you know, everybody's been on social media with their personal accounts for a while. Yeah. And, um, it was the February before I started the account that I was just drawing and, and just on paper at that point, um, always drawing obviously, but I had this idea and some people would, would probably call BS on me. <laughs> um, but you could go back in my tweets and I have the screenshots. I, I drew, I was, I had this idea. I was like, I need to draw, um, current wrestlers at the time as Hasbro figures. Mm -hmm. And that, that was with no research whatsoever. So what I did was at the time, Kevin Owens was red hot. I drew a picture of Kevin Owens as a Hasbro in the pose and everything. Um, and I tweeted it out to a bunch of people. I tweeted it out to, um, uh, Kevin Owens himself who ended up like responding to my tweet, uh, Sam Roberts, Ryan Satin, uh, stack Eye Greg, all people who retweeted it. And I basically was like, does this have any legs? And they all encouraged <laughs> me to kind of move forward with it. And yeah. at that moment I was super busy with work. I was, uh, I was getting married that year. So things were, were crazy. Um, and that summer, we were going to the Barclays uh, SummerSlam. We had been the previous year, and this was our second year um, there. And I was like, I need something to wear. I, I have this. Uh, I have the original uh, WrestleMania Five shirt with Mega Powers Explode that wow. I pretty much was wearing to every event at the time. And I was like, I need something different. I didn't want something like the generic WWE shop. Um, so I was like, let me draw something. So my favorite wrestler of all time is Shawn Michaels. So I drew his Hasbro figure and I had it printed, put it on a shirt. 
And it was literally like probably a month before uh, that SummerSlam when I started Extra Cooler. I was originally the Extra Cooler. I ditched the the V. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to Sheena. Like that was literally one of the first people I'd followed her on my private personal account. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to her and I was like, hey, what do you think I can do with this? You know, you're, you're doing a lot of cool stuff here on social media, any pointers you can give me. And, and she helped me tremendously, um, with my early following, especially. And, uh, I started the account about a week before, two weeks before went to the Barclays. There were a few people that, uh, you know, I had one guy on the train on ride down who messaged me. He was like, dude, you're sitting on the same train as me, I think. Um, cause I posted a picture <laughs> of the shirt and I had a few people who came up, you know, came up to me. They said they either liked the shirt or, uh, you know, they just started following me and, uh, things just kind of took off. You know, I used that as motivation at the time and the early on, I, I was drawing a lot of Hasbro's, um, which there's a guy out there, Jason Wolf, who was ended up was doing that, you know, during my, uh, my off time. And I reached out to him and we've conversed and he's a cool dude, um, but yeah, he's got no issues with me doing this as well. I was completely blind to it all. Um, and then I got kind of tired of drawing the Hasbros, to be honest. And I started branching out. You know, cartoons have always been my my style that I've been known for. Um, so I kind of went with that. And now I'm, holy crap, I'm all over the place with everything yeah. I'm drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pinpoint anything in particular, any any particular style and i apologize in advance for the amount of times i'm going to reference the fact that i'm an art teacher but i i think because i teach kids so many different styles i can't quite pick one like if you looked at my instagram you wouldn't find just like one style throughout the whole thing oh yeah definitely and i, I that's something you yeah you definitely notice if you go to i mean more recently anyway i've been following you so i think yes since probably you know uh sheena because the way mm-hmm. like the way I like went around was like, it was, I started following, you know, the wrestling classic, which was, I think he was, he yes. was like the first one I started following on, on Instagram as far as wrestling goes. And then through him, I found Sheena. Um, and then through Sheena, I found, found you extra cool. And yeah. she, you know, she, we talked about that on the, you know, the first episode where she, you know, her main thing with that, her, her account was like to help others, you know, like put others over. Essentially. Right. And um, she sure know. did. Yeah, she she definitely helped out with a lot of that stuff. And if you do go to your early early works, it is a lot of you know, like you said, retro figures and stuff like that. But now you can't, like you said, you can't even pinpoint what type of like no, art no. style. One day it could be like the Ghostbusters. The yes. next day will be some obscure like um, I don't know, <laughs> yes. like Mr. Perfect or something like that might show up, but in a cartoon form. But then it might be in a. It, it, you just have so many different like styles of art, like. Do you have a favorite style you like to do or does like when you're getting ready to, you know, put something down, it just like it just comes to you right then and there. And, you know, yeah, this, sometimes I'm not going to lie. I, sometimes I get inspired like, by what other people are doing. Many um, different variations and, of, you know, like, I try and Bret gauge what many different variations want to see, which I know I like, sometimes I'm like, what, like I shouldn't I said, be doing this. I should be drawing whatever the hell I want. Um, but more, you know, you know, that's kind of the motivation like, here. Like more is, realistic you know, looking, people um, enjoying what I'm putting um, out there. Approach, like overall, what is it? What is what do you love to do the most? Did I lose you? 
Yeah, no, it's really hard for me to pinpoint one favorite style. Uh, I've been on like a kick of doing some realistic uh, portraits, but then I always end up finding myself back to these like silly little cartoons because they're quick and I kind of use them to to warm up and then they turn. And it's just, it, it's really wild. Uh, every time I try and do something that's non-wrestling related, every one of my followers is kind of like, I'm not going to hit the like button on this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but some do, some do. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm forever grateful, and uh, that just people let me mess around on here. Oh yeah, no, and that's like I said, it's um, you know, I, I'm assuming you get a lot of, you know, are you still doing commissions? And stuff yes, like that, or is that, yes. Okay. I always tell people like my my commissions are always open. Uh, you know, going back to like the early days, I was doing a lot of prints on Etsy, uh, and then. I start. I wanted to like reach out to to other companies like Chalkline uh, and um, Galleries 1988. Uh, I've I've done work for some of their shows, so I was like, you know what? I can't really be messing around too much with the 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 intellectual property and, oh, yeah. and trying to yeah. sell that, um, you know, because I have gotten some ceased and desists in the past, um, which are never fun. Uh, but um, you know. It, the commissions are always open is what I tell everybody. Yeah. And it, it, obviously everyone has their own, like, you know, their own idea of what they yes. want. And, oh, without know, a doubt. You, yeah. And you're not really, you know, you know, hopefully you don't get any cease and desist. Maybe no. Because like sometimes, because I haven't seen it recently um, or maybe I just haven't noticed, but have you been, I, I remember you, when you do like a, um, a commission, you would kind of, you would show, you would kind of post it on your, on your page. Um, yeah. That, I do. Is that something? So it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to play the for anybody that's on Instagram and trying to like build themselves. They're they're messing around with their algorithm for a while now. So yep. I mean, I've been trying to trying to beat the algorithm um, and trying to feed into these silly little reels, which I can't stand. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I I try and post things here and there that I think people would appreciate. Um, and sometimes when I do stuff privately, I just kind of keep it to myself. Um, yep. If I think, you know, it's really it, it, the hardest part is um, there's all different types of people that come to you when they look for commissions. There's there's some people that are like, hey, uh, I need this. I need a logo. Uh, can you draw me something? And it's like, well, what are your ideas? What are you looking for? And then we go from there. And then there's other people who know, like, you know, like the stuff with Chick Foley show is always yep. great because it's like, hey, here's what I want to do. How do we do it? And then I come yep. up with a rough sketch and then we hammer it out. Um, so there's there's different challenges in those things. And then you got some people who come to you with an idea and then you go and pull something off and then they want their input and uh you know, you try and politely say, well, I would recommend doing it this way. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's a very fine line, um, but I try and share what I can uh, when I can. And then unfortunately, some things I can't share. And, and then I forget yeah. to, to post it when the time comes. Yeah. And, and uh, I noticed a lot, too, that you you do a lot of like um, obviously you do logos and stuff like that too, mm -hmm. with the Chick-fil-A show. But you've done other logos, too, where within uh, the pod foundation as well. Yes. Um, one of my favorite ones is the, uh, the turnbuckle tavern. Um, their, their mascot that they have. There oh, yeah. 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 Bloody nose and the, the yes. bloody head. And yeah. I love that. that. That was pretty awesome. I mean, just, thank um, you. 
that was like the just bring you brought that character to life so yeah no thank you chad's always great because he's like hey i want to do this like what what can we do with this? And then we kind of like just work together and bounce things off each other. And yep. I'll, I'll send them like a sketch and I'll be like, can we add a little bit of this here and a little bit of that there, a little more blood. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's always fun working with people like that who give you some creative freedom, but also have input because the input really helps. Yeah. 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 He actually did. He did the, uh, the open mic logo for me, which I'm very thankful. For, yes. Right? Pretty much. I like, gave him the idea of like, kind of wanted to like, it kind of has like a night show vibe to it, the way oh, like the totally looks and stuff like that. So like that's how I was pretty much going for, and he 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 nailed it there. And I, you can oh, tell it's with perfect. That, yeah, the the photo that you guys did with their mascot, it has their it has their flair to it as yes. well. Like when you look at obviously when you look at your artwork, you know it's extra cooler just by the way it looks. But Thank you. <laughs> it's like this this piece is almost like a collaboration. Yes, between you and them, you can tell by like like the lettering, the Turnbuckle Tavern. Right. Um, right. Uh, lettering and stuff like that but then it's your artwork in the middle which is which is pretty awesome but you can just go down the line obviously like i think ace ace field retro you did his logo as well which is yes that, that one's yep. pretty awesome tom uh, as well we're working together on a new one for him uh oh, this awesome. week yeah yeah he's got some cool ideas uh you know that fits him fits him and his persona and his interests yeah awesome and, um, and obviously you know um chad also did my the MVP Marco logo too, just on a whim. Oh, nice. I didn't even ask him for that. He actually did that like out of, out of the kindness of his heart. Cause he was like, you know what? You're part of the, you're part of the tavern now. He's like, you right. might as well, you know, you might as well have a logo. So he actually did that and actually worked to, you know, my advantage and my benefit too. Cause now I have like, you know, something to work off of and that's yeah. probably something I want to rework at some point too. Obviously, right. You'll be the guy to reach out to. Thank you. That, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So that's, that's definitely coming down the pike for me, but you know, we'll go into, you know, obviously you, you've done a lot of in-house stuff um, and you've done a lot of outside work um, as well. So, you know, who, first of all, how did you get into doing like commissions for not just like, you know, just us regular Joes, but like, you know, kind of like the, the stars out there in the, in the wrestling world. Like, so, how, did that, how did that come about? So it's really funny. Uh there used to be a guy on Twitter. I don't think he's out there anymore. It's when I first started around six years ago. Um, he used to run a Twitter account for pro wrestling tees. And I think he would go out and like search for artwork. Um, and I reached out to him thinking it was pro wrestling tees. And anyway, he got me my first uh, gig was doing artwork for Edge uh, at the time. And I drew up, a, an edge shirt that was, and I think it's probably, well, I don't know if it's on pro wrestling tees anymore since his return to WWE, yep. but, um, I drew him up as Hasbro and edge totally dug it, which was really cool. Uh, and then that was a, that was a freebie too. I got, a, I got a copy of the shirt <laughs> out of it. But at that point <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. This is all I want. Um, and then, then I did one for Sam, Sam Roberts. Again, this was like all during the early Hasbro days. Um, and then I started to kind of branch out and I'm sure I'm going to like jump around the timeline. Uh, but we did, uh, I hooked up with, uh, Ted wrestling for sale. Um, and he invited me to his first ever pop-up in Brooklyn. And I ended up meeting some amazing people. That's, where I linked up with, um, Brian Dipperstein and Peter Rosenberg. 
and uh, also uh, Matt Cardona, who was, you know, Zach Ryder at the time. Yep. And uh, that was right before they started their podcast. And about like two weeks after that SummerSlam, uh, Matt reached out to me and was like, hey, man, we're starting a podcast. I need some help with some artwork. And, you know, pretty much I like to say I was the the original artist for their show. Um and uh, at the time, I was illustrating a children's books, so things were kind of busy. Um, so I did a few designs for them, and uh, yeah, man, it's it's wild. It's it's really wild because uh, before I met him, I sent him a Hasbro uh, illustration of himself in that WrestleMania gear when he won the ladder match, and he posted it on his Instagram and his Twitter, and from there on out, my social media like exploded. That was really when things kind of took off. Yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed that too, and you've worked with him recently. Um, yes, for the uh, the the because he was he, he uh, recently got the thirteenth um, spot in the uh, PWI five hundred, and uh, you did like kind of like the uh, Friday the thirteenth inspired um, Mac Cardona. Uh, yeah, Logan, that was pretty. <laughs> that, that was that was pretty intense. But I'm, I'm 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 glad to see that you know he still reaches out to you for those things, and he's yes. I think he's, You've done a couple other things before that, right? With him, yes. Um, more recently, yep. yeah. Yeah, um, he's uh, he he always like he's he's very loyal guy. Um, you know, that's the one thing is that a lot of the people that I've connected with through this social media, it they're everybody's very loyal to each other, and yeah, uh, and that's one of the great parts about it. You know, whether it's like us with the Pod Foundation or people through my art that I've reached out to, you know, just a lot of good people out there, which is is fun. Oh yeah, definitely. And obviously, you know, you know, you know, hooking up with like the, you know, the pod foundation and stuff like that. Like everyone within that group is, you know, we're all pretty amazing. Obviously we, you know, yes. We, all good we, people. We, you know, we poke we poke fun at each other. Cause you know, we're dedicated marks of our, you know, of our organization. So, you know, you have the turnbuckle <laughs> tavern guys that are AW through and through, and you have pretty much the rest of us that are WWE shills and marks and stuff like that. But we all get along and we all, yeah. you know, as you can see, we all cross pollinate pretty much right now. Like, you know, uh, Seth and uh, Jordan are on the, the long ball show that they have that football right. show that they do. So like they're starting to do more stuff with them. And obviously I'm on the raw down um, on their feed and stuff like that. And just, you know, just getting that collaboration. Like you said, the, the loyalty um, is, is definitely what you need. And, in, in the, uh, in the IWC, cause without a yeah, doubt, I think, yeah, I spoke to, um, <laughs> When I spoke to um, uh, Marie Shadows on a, a few episodes back, we talked about like you know the the negativity that happens in the oh without a doubt yeah there's tons of it <laughs> so oh without a to, doubt yeah so like we we talked about like the you know and, and even over the moonsault uh, when I interviewed her she talked about like all the she's in it for the you know the co- the, the connections that she makes yes the people that the people that she meets and the you know the different you know people down the line that she can collaborate with and stuff like that so. Um, Hell yeah. We yeah, like, we linked up with when we would go to those Brooklyn shows because of social media, we looked linked up with, uh, some people that, you know, then kind of became like our, our like pregame and postgame buddies where we'd go meet them at a bar and, and, you know, have some drinks and have some food and just, you know, people we met through wrestling and through social media. And that's just, that's awesome. That's what makes it so much fun. Yeah, definitely. And I was actually thinking of something where, so since you were doing those like retro, like newer looking retro figures, like you took like Kevin Owens and made him a retro. Yes. Would you, do you, I mean, 
Was that before they actually started the retro series? Ah, so, <laughs> so I didn't get there. The funny part is, and I'll have to see if I can find the, the drawing to send you. Um, the Kevin Owens one that I did is near. It was before these figures were even announced that they were going mm. to do them. And there's a little bit of me that's a little salty because the Kevin Owens pose is in nearly identical pose that that figure came out in and yeah, I, uh yeah going on with that oh I, man because I, I was like wait he's been around for six years yeah um pretty much and that and that i think it's four years ago or five years ago the the first yes i know i'm getting nerdy right now but um the first <laughs> retro wave um was i think uh yeah maybe a year after you or two yep. years after you um, so I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you never know I, if, I'm, if I'm you, I'm looking for, uh, some, uh, some I know. royalties, right? For, uh, <laughs> right. I know. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the Kevin Owens. I mean, not for the yes. whole line. No. Maybe the intellectual property, who knows? Cause yeah, you, if I'm thinking now, I'm thinking you're pretty much the first one to do like modern, you know, today's wrestlers in the old right. style retro pose. So I don't know. I mean, you never know. Do some digging in that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just, to, just to continue with uh, like your profession there. So, like, I kind of want to alluded to the fact where you know you did do all of our logos, um, and there was a time where you know we, you talked about chalkline and stuff like that. So, like, yes, there was a time where like you're trying to get get on chalkline and stuff like that. But like, I want to talk about how we like kind of stealthily and sneakily got your design. <laughs> into yes. chalkline um, <laughs> by all the like created those uh chick foley like pretty much limited edition um, yeah chalkline shorts, shorts with, with all your logos on it pretty much like all, all your all your Hel- designs obviously we all had a hand in you know you know yeah some of those and helping you know and giving you the ideas and stuff but that's you right there that was like your first it was for you way into yep. chalkline it uh so it's funny i actually had met them over at Chalkline. Um, and then just like, you know, whether it was just not the right time, uh, things just didn't work out at the time. And then um, you guys, the Chick Foley show did those shorts. And it was yeah. after that, that I asked, um, I asked that uh, Sheena and Seth had reached out to Chalkline, just kind of like slipping my name in there. Yep. And then um, also there's uh, Mosh who does custom sneakers who everybody everybody probably knows he does, you know, tons of football players, basketball players, wrestlers. Um, he and I actually went to college together and took a lot of our art classes together. Yes. So he did a limited run around one of the WrestleManias, I think the New York WrestleMania. Um, and he put my name out there as well. So it was probably, uh, last it was June 2021 when I reached out to Chalkline once again about mm-hmm. designing something for them. And uh, it, it never saw the light of day. And this is like the saddest story to me because so Jeez. mind you, this is June, tw- right? June 2021. Um, you know, when you create artwork for this, there's a lot of like legal stuff that you have to go through and yep. approval. Um, so the idea that I pitched to Chalkline was we were approaching the anniversary, the 30th anniversary of the greatest Royal Rumble ever, uh, 1992 Royal Rumble. Yep. And the idea was to recreate that iconic poster, um, which had like all the guys in the, you know, the, the alleyway. Yep. And, uh, 
so we were going through the process that June of, um, you know, who we could keep. Like at the time, Jake didn't have a Legends deal, so Jake couldn't be yeah. included. So Jake was, for those people who don't remember, Jake is front and center of that poster. Mm -hmm. So I had to replace him. So I selfishly put Shawn Michaels in his place. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I was about... I would say probably like 75% done with the back artwork of this, like re redrawing everything. And it, it looks awesome if I don't say so myself. <laughs> and uh, I, I was away with Matt, uh, who is on my podcast, which I've yet to mention, which I want to mention, um, the Extra Cooler Show. We were on vacation with our families and Ric Flair got released uh, oh. from WWF or WWE and anybody that knows the 1992 Royal Rumble, it is famous because yep. of Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to Chalkline and I was like, this is not good, is it? And he goes, nope. He goes, I'm really sorry. And the jacket fell to the wayside. And, uh, you know, little backstory with Chalkline, uh, they had like, they had like hundreds of Ric Flair sequence jackets, like based oh, off of his robe yes, that they have right. in, in stock that they couldn't move uh, because he was no longer under contract. Um, so then, you know, I was determined to find something and I went back to the well of Hasbro's and uh, my best friend, Jim, who I've been best friends with since second grade, he, he came up with the idea. He goes, why don't you take one of those old Hasbro commercials and recreate that on a jacket. So for those who might remember, they were, yep. it was, it was macho man. A lot of the time he, you know, once he was like the, the announcer on superstars, yep. um, he was in the commercials playing with the toys. So what I did was I drew up a macho man, illustrated him and re-illustrated all the guys, the Hasbro ring and right around little after WrestleMania in uh, 2022, yep. that jacket came to life. My, my first chalk line jacket. And, uh, if I don't say it, it's it's bright, it's flashy, but man, I love that thing. Yeah, no, I I I, I own it. Um, yes, thank I, you. I think I wore it on. Uh, you did. I think on Raw Down. I think uh, yes, one of the Raw Down streams. I yep. wore it. Yeah, um, that's a, it's an awesome jacket, and like like I said, thank had, you. Just that story. Just you know, we were just like, because I, I remember you telling us that story about like you know how that almost happened with Chalkline, and then it didn't, and then with the the shorts came into play and it was just like, yes, you kind of like got your foot in the door yeah, without even, you know, indirectly essentially. Cause obviously Sheena has a great relationship with those. The, the oh, without a doubt. Line. And, um, you know, they, you know, her giving that, that those like the limited edition shorts. And then like, you know, them knowing that like you did all those designs on it. I think that kind of, I think that kind of helped, helped. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. It yeah, was a was perfect like, storm. You know, yeah, I was like, you know, I, I didn't get, you know, what I wanted through this, but, you know, now I can, you know, say yeah. you have literally something on there now. And obviously, look, look at you now. You have that, that jacket. <laughs> um, is there, are, are you working? So before I get to that question, I actually had a follow up, but is it, so you were kind of working indirectly with the WWE or working with Chalkline? So through Chalkline. Chalk yeah. So it's actually like, that's the funny thing is that WWE, uh, WWE does not have the right to those Hasbro figures, believe it or not. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's funny. Like when I, I, when the jacket was about to be released, it was like that morning and I knew they were going to post it on social media. I sent the pictures to Matt Cardona 
And he, his immediate reaction was in all caps and like a million exclamation marks and question marks. How, uh, he was like, <laughs> how did they pull this off? And, uh, so believe it or not, uh, Chalkline took responsibility for it and they had to sign a, a waiver with, uh, WWE that if Hasbro came after them for legal rights, then Chalkline would bite the bullet on it. Um, which they, apparently they've done before, uh, yeah. but, but pretty cool that they were willing to take that chance and, you know, not to, to brag too much, but the jacket sold out and overnight uh the first night that it was released so you know that was a great feeling just all that hard work you know coming to fruition yeah i remember uh you know people kind of complaining that they couldn't get a get one on a yeah yeah uh, they're like oh man it sold out i was like i mean i mean were you surprised that like Uh, yes yeah i was i I was i was shocked because you know, I have a chat with, with my three best friends, uh, Matt, Jim, and Mike. And, and I remember waking up in the morning and Jim is a little bit more of a night owl. And he goes, dude, it's sold out. <laughs> I woke up to a text and uh, just wild, very surreal feeling. Yeah. And, uh, do you see, so do you, uh, do you still kind of work with Chalkline and in, in, in WWE? We're, is- so we're still in touch. Um the hardest part right now is with, with everything going on in the climate in, in the world. Um, yeah. It's uh, like shipping and manufacturing has become an issue for them with certain things. Um, so you're, you're kind of hard. Like, like, for example, if I created that Hasbro jacket and, you know, one of those guys' legends deal expired, um, that would have been pretty brutal uh, because, you know, <laughs> there I could replace a guy. But, you know, you, you have to be careful of what you're creating just in case you, you put all that work into it and this guy get flushed down the toilet. Yeah, that's that that is very true. Uh, what about the, like your um, like other designs that you do besides obviously, you know, WWE, because um, you obviously you do yeah. a lot of other characters and stuff like that. Have they have you ever thought of like doing like like a Ghostbusters inspired like. You know, jacket or something like that for man. Or- I would with all the stuff that they're doing. I feel like they've really expanded beyond um, beyond just WWE, which is what like we as wrestling fans mainly know them as. But if you ever yeah. look at their website, they have so much right now. It's yeah, it's, it's all, literally it's everything. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely um, you know something in the back of my mind. Um, there's just like, unfortunately, sometimes there's just so many different things that I'm working on for people um, yep. that, you know, you lose track of things. And uh, it's it's tough, man, especially balancing like a, a full time job and uh, a family uh, with two oh, kids. Yeah. You know, it's yep. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, you know, oh, and then yeah. and then on top of it, uh, uh, you know, a podcast It's like, what what did I get myself into sometimes? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I speak about this, I think, every episode where it's literally a second job. Like it's almost yes. like a second, maybe Without like a, a part-time doubt. job almost, but it's still a job because it's a lot of preparation, obviously that goes into, you know, podcasting. Oh, without um, a doubt. There's a lot of like, you know, legwork you have to do and, you know, you know, research for me anyway, I try to, you know, go back as, you know, like on a, like if I'm researching somebody, I have to like, you know, scroll way to the way beginning oh, yeah. of their Instagram. It's true. And like, you know, try to pick stuff up. Like, like with um with Casey, I'll reference. You know, I didn't know she was a singer, and she played the piano right. and stuff like that. So that's something I seen that I could bring 
bring up to her because I don't I don't have a regular conversation with her. This is the first time right. I'm actually speaking with her. So it, it that was that was a lot of like and you want you're in fear of actually like liking a picture too from like four years ago. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's something you want to try to avoid. Yeah, yeah you don't <laughs> want to be a creeper. <laughs> yeah, I actually said that to her. She started laughing. It's but, true uh, though. <laughs> it, it, it's true, man. I haven't spoken enough about like, and and I I don't mean to like give a, a cheap plug, but man, the work we do like on our podcast, the Extra Cooler Show, yeah. is just it's another job essentially, and and I love it. It's uh, for us, we record on Tuesday nights, and it it breaks up the week. It's it's incredible. It's something I look forward to. Yeah, we'll definitely definitely want to get into the uh, to the inception of the show and stuff like that, but. Uh, the name extra cooler. Yes. <laughs> um, what is that? Where's where's that come from? Okay, so I've told the story a few times. Um, so those people who have heard it before, I apologize. Uh, when I was a kid, I was you know we've talked about it on this podcast right now. Uh, I was Ghostbuster obsessed, uh, mm-hmm. just like most people my age. Um, and Ghostbusters two was about to come out. My uncle was. Uh, working in advertising, writing commercials. And at the time, uh, his agency had a contract with High C and High C High C had a, uh, had a citrus flavored drink that they had. Um, I forget what it was called. I don't even know if they had like flashy names at the time, but they Ghostbusters two was looking, was coming out and they were looking to turn this citrus drink into a Ghostbuster themed drink. So, uh, I can still remember it clear as day. We were at a family Christmas party a few weeks before Christmas. And at the time I was in second or third grade and my uncle came to me, he goes, explain the whole process. He's like, they're trying to rename this drink. Here are three choices. I told them I have a nephew who loves Ghostbusters. You're right in the the perfect age range that they're trying Mm -hmm. to target. And, uh, he laid the names out and, uh, Ecto Cooler was the one that I I picked, and uh, he'll still tell you the story uh, the same way I do. I was uh, I was paid heavily in a case of Ecto Cooler and an inflatable Stegosaurus that my sister later popped a life size oh. Stegosaurus, mind you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was how High C and Coca Cola paid me. And uh, years later, when they came out with that all female Ghostbusters, I reached out to Coca Cola and told them my story uh, obnoxiously, and they <laughs> they they sent me a case of uh, that reboot uh, Ecto Cooler mm. and, and like the promo package that they were sending out, um, which I thought was pretty cool. So anyway, uh, I. I was trying to come up with a name and I was like, I didn't want to use my regular name. Uh, and Jim is basically like one of the most creative people. And I always say he could, he could sell you garbage. You know, he just, <laughs> his words are always perfect. And, uh, he goes, what about extra cooler? Um, at the time, like my, all my other social media handers handles were the ecto cooler, yeah. um, which I had since high school on like uh, AOL Messenger. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so we went with, the, at the time it was the extra cooler. Eventually I just ditched the, the, and uh, here I am, extra cooler. <laughs> it has a great ring to it too, because it's almost, Thank you. it almost sounds like ecto cooler. Yeah. Um, it, one of the, you're probably this, I mean, the second person I know that's like obsessed with uh, Ghostbusters, my buddy Jay. Um, I might, I might actually have to reach out to him so he could reach out to you so you can like see if he wants to do a commission through you. Cause he yeah. literally has a room in his house in his basement 
um he 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 collects uh, wrestling figures as well and okay he's like the most insane wrestling belt collection not, not okay. the actual belts but like the 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 foam belts oh Dude, wow going back to the foam belts but he literally buys every single one that comes out and if he if it if he has to go back and you know go on right. eBay and actually like buy it again, that's incredible he, he literally has a hang he has literally everything and he he hates that obviously you know Right. He comes out with toy belts now, and, and yeah, he has that always changes, so he gets like pissed off every time. But, um, in his basement, he has a room literally a Ghostbusters room with the I think he he I think he might have the most insane Ghostbusters I'm sure I've ever seen. Like, I, I might have to I might have to get him to send pictures so you can it's, totally, it's, it's incredible. It's a, it's a big room, and he literally right. has every single figure. Um, wow. Every single like you know, everything the 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 um, the Ecto one he has like all yes. the original figure like it's it's insane. So he'll, he'll I love it. I'm, I'm gonna tell him to actually listen to this episode because he'll yeah know that. totally he'll, he'll be happy to know that I'm speaking to the person that actually yeah. shows the name of uh, <laughs> of, of Ecto Cooler right. Uh, he's gonna be like, what the hell? Yeah, um, yeah. Is anything Ghostbusters inspired that comes out or any root? Uh, he wasn't too happy with the um, the all. No, of. no, me so neither. We'll, we won't talk about that, but no. he was very excited when they start coming out with like, you know, they reboot the ice creams or yes, he said rebooting the um, the Ecto Cooler like juice and stuff like that. He always goes back, goes back and buys it. So, yeah, that's um, that's I mean, Ghostbusters is always going to be a thing that's going to be. In oh, without a doubt. I think it's that's not going anywhere. It's some type of iteration of it's going to pop up. Oh, um, without a doubt. Um, So the I want to move on to like like motivation. So like uh, this is a, this kind of stumps people sometimes <laughs> when I ask yeah. this, but what motivates you to, you know, do this? Like, you know, oh, man. come up with these ideas, you know, you know, do commissions for people and stuff. Right. Like, like you just said, it's, you know, you know, you have a podcast, you have a family, you have a job, like the, where's the motivation lie for you to actually, you know, like sit down and do a podcast, sit down and, you know, create something for, yourself or somebody else right. or a company like what does that all all that motivation come from uh ultimately it's it's the reaction um the reaction and just like the the satisfaction that someone gets when they see the final piece um and even if it's just like something like someone sharing my artwork onto their story or hitting the like button or dropping a comment it sounds so cheesy but like six years in it's those little things that are like wow someone out there appreciates you know my silly idea or uh or what i'm doing you know um and then on top of it just like you know whether it's my four-year-old thinking it's cool what i'm drawing on the ipad that morning um when we're sitting on the couch watching tv or you know my students uh you know it's there's a lot of motivating factors um you know matt on our show is uh, we joke he's my uh, my advisor um he's been the advisor <laughs> since day one kind of pushing me to do certain things uh so he's really like a, a huge motivating factor as well no that's that's and obviously you have like you said the people around you not just your friends but right like you, the you, the fans of your work and stuff like that um, obviously us where I think, I mean, hopefully we're motivators for you to, Oh, without a doubt what you do. And, um, I Always. mean, I know you, everyone, pretty much everyone in the pod foundation and, you know, even other podcasts outside, um, are huge motivators. Like I know, uh, oh, with, totally back to the logos. I know you do like other stuff for like other podcasts as well. And one of the, a couple other ones I listened to, uh, that I 
that actually I actually own their their first hoodie that they that has your design on it. It was for um uh black announce table. Yes. It's the, um it's like the globe with the two bats. Oh and, yes, uh, I love that. Wire around yep. it. Yeah, actually so they you know they they released that as a like a limited edition hoodie I think earlier this year. Yes. Um, yep. Definitely during winter. Uh, because I was like, holy crap, that's a sick sweater. But I didn't know right. that was your design. Right, until right. I seen it on your page. I was like, I was like, holy crap. I was like, extra cool. I know. I, I love that you, one. I noticed you do like a lot of stuff for, I think you did, um, uh, I think it was a De La Soul inspired. Yes, for them as well. Yeah. It was like an anniversary of, they every they like to refresh, um, Yeah, you know, what they're doing. And uh, and yeah, it was De La Soul uh, album cover that we redid. Yes. Um, they have so a great awesome. social media guy over there and, uh, stack guy, Greg was actually who put me in touch with them. So I'm yep. forever grateful for like just people passing along my name. It's that, that right there is motivating. Like, Oh wow. That yeah. guy put me, you know, <laughs> I got put over by that guy. <laughs> really? Know, that person. But, and it's a thing where like, even like you, like, you know, us interacting with you and you know, us, you know, kind of like, we're like friends and stuff like that. And I see yes. stuff like that where I'm like, and, and that goes to bringing it back to like your your different type of artwork like i didn't think you would be able to not that you can't right <laughs> right it. right like that's something i wouldn't expect you to right to do that's like not not that you're not into hip-hop or anything like no that. So i get we'll, it we'll get into that because i'm going to ask you like what your other interests are but like that right there was that's awesome just like seeing like you know something you know hip-hop inspired created oh, by totally. you but then, you know, adding to the fact that it's, you know, something that I listen to and it's actually, right. you know, I listen to that podcast um, and it's someone that I know that actually created that design. It, it right, just, right. It, it's, it's wild, like, it's, right? Small it's like world. Stimulated. You're like, you're like, holy, yeah. holy, holy <laughs> yeah. this is crazy. Especially right? with that, like I said, with that, um, the other uh, design that they did for that, that uh, hoodie, I did, like I said, I didn't know that was you until I actually seen, I was like. This, right. That makes, I was like, it makes sense. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they worked. With, they worked with it before. Obviously, they went yep. back to it again. And it's like I said, it's great when other, other, uh, other like podcasts and other you know other right. personalities link see up. your see your talent and they and they and they link up and they go, oh yeah, maybe they got the idea from you know Chick Foley. They seem like the different designs. Right. And stuff. Uh, maybe they're like, oh wow. I mean, if he's doing that for them, maybe he could do that for us. And that's but, always uh, the hope. Yeah, that's what I always say. I always say to people like it's it's a joke, Um, you know, like tag the artist, man, because that's all you have to do is like you type in the artist name, any artist, like if you repost their work or anything, it's amazing how far things like that go, Um, because some people will just keep scrolling, whereas others will take the time to to explore the work and and follow and reach out. Yeah, definitely. so as far as influences go, who, who, how did you like, who influenced you to start drawing? Obviously you spoke about your parents and stuff like that, but like, as far as like your art style goes, who do you, who do you look at as like your inspiration for, you know, your yeah. artwork? So like different styles? my, uh, <laughs> the, the, my go-to artist, when people ask me who your favorite artist is, um, I always say Jim Henson, Jim Henson, for those who don't ah. know, is the, the creator of the Muppets and Sesame yep. Street. Uh, you know, I, I alluded to this earlier. It's something I've always been obsessed with as a kid, um, before wrestling, bef- you know, and something I'm still like in love with the characters from the Muppets. Uh, it's something I watch with my boys, um, all the time. 
so that's and it, it's funny because that's not really known for its illustrations, um, but it's just something that's always motivated me and inspired me. Yeah, and uh, the 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 thing I I because I, I love artwork too, is not like you know fancy artwork, but like as, right. as like comic book art and stuff like that. Yes, like, it, it it's things that stand out to you. Like each artist has their own unique style of of art. Obviously, you know right when you see it, you know it's that person. Like right back in right. the early nineties, <clears throat> and you I mean you're probably familiar with this. You know the you know the uh in like around like 91 92 marvel when they hired like you know rob liefeld and right todd mcfarlane and jim and jim lee and all those guys and like they each brought a different style of artwork to marvel at the time and i still follow those guys those are those are three oh, of my totally. favorite comic book artists like I, I jim lee's one of my favorites yes um, i love todd mcfarlane like he's like he yes, i follow I like- him on instagram and he does those like you know, hey, let's do a quick, uh, right. quick Batman, and it'll just like it is, and it's oh, bang it's it not out, even trying, and it looks no, amazing. I know, that's, I, know. That's, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> that's yep. he's like, yeah, we'll just do this. We'll just throw this line here, this line. And it's like, dude, you just drew like something that I, that I right. hired for like for for my like most of my life, and you just did it in like ten seconds. It's crazy, but um, like, do you? Do you pull from like, are you a, were you a comic book fan as well? Did you, uh, believe it or not, I, it's always something that has inspired me, but it's just something I, something I felt like I can never, um, nail down that style. And it's still something that like, it's not, not like my kryptonite, um, but just something that I can't grab a hold of and really like, like hammer down when I'm drawing, um, no matter how much I try. Uh, if you give me a picture of something, I can copy it and and recreate it. Um, but to create my own style, it's just something that has always gotten away from me. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, if you look at like the earlier stuff, like Jack Kirby, um, for those that don't know, Jack Kirby's like pretty much like the, the goat uh, in, in the comic book world. Um, like that style wasn't like too, crazy and too detailed no but it, it like it you know it, it 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 did its job and it is it is iconic if you go back there's a lot of uh a lot of uh, comic book artists that you know copied his style not copied it but like took inspiration from him you know and right. built on what he was what he what he set the standard as um when it came to his artwork and stuff like that and you know do you think you know anyone that's you know looking at your page and that's an artist out there do you think do you see that yourself? Do you see like yourself as an influence to other um, artists out there or anything like that? I know it's I, kind, of I, kind of a weird question. Yeah, I've no. Never thought of it. <laughs> no, I, I honestly I haven't. Um, and uh, again, going back to it, uh, you know, being a teacher, I <laughs> my kids, I teach elementary, so it's pre K through fifth grade, and uh, you know, to them, I, I'm like their favorite artist or the best yeah. artist. And I'm always like, no guys, that's, that's not true. Um, but thank you for making my head bigger, uh, because my wife would, would absolutely love to hear this. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, I hope so. Um, because there's artists out there that, that motivate me, um, yep. tremendously. Like I, I couldn't even rattle off there. There's, tons that I've met over the six years, um, and become friendly with, uh, you know, I don't want to name any because I know I'm going to leave people out. Yeah. I, 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 I could probably name a few of you. So there's no, so I, when I had, um, figure kingdom on, right. uh, he, he spoke about, there was kind of like, you know, 
there's kind of like animosity sometimes between like the different you know figure photographers and stuff like right. that because it is competitive. Um, and, you of know, course, there, there aren't a lot. Of, there's a lot of great ones out there, and there's right. a lot of not yeah, great just ones. People. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. You, know, you you could tell who's who's who when it comes to like the figure photography out there. Just to use an example. Um, do you see the same in in that like in the art world with like with wrestling? We'll we'll just. So when, when I first started, uh, it was, it definitely felt like that. Uh, you know, it, it, without a doubt felt like that. And as a matter of fact, I had, I had issues with, with a guy who was doing the Hasbro's as I was doing them. And a lot of people were kind of saying to me like, Oh, this guy's copying your style. I'm like, no, he's doing his own thing. Let him do his own thing. He's having fun, whatever. And, uh, someone reposted his work. And commented, you know, people like to stir the pot and they, yeah. they like they think they're looking out for you when really they're just like, you know, ruffling people's feathers. Yep. And, uh, you know, the guy was a little upset about it. And uh, years later, he ended up, you know, I ended up reaching out to him originally, like being like, hey, man, you know, I know people are saying this, but there's no bad blood on my hand. You know, we're good. Yeah ended up blocking me for whatever reason. And then years oh, later, came, years later came back to me and kind of like apologized. And, you know, we, we cleared the air and, uh, but I haven't seen that side of people in a while. Um, yeah. I have, I have had artists who have, it, it's very interesting. I've had artists who have reached out to me and, you know, asked me what I charge my commission rate for, for other wrestlers. Yeah. But like, but at the, and then like you have a conversation with them, you give them tips and tricks and things that you've learned along the way, but then they yeah. don't even have like the decency to follow you back. So it's, oh, it's no. a strange fickle world <laughs> that we, we live in this, uh, social media, you know, <laughs> land. Yeah. Um, but going back to like influence, I, I hope there's someone that looks at my work and says like, oh man, I want that guy makes me want to draw more, you know, not necessarily draw the way I do, but, but makes me want to draw, you know, uh, currently right now, uh, this is the second, uh, October that, uh, Marge that, uh, JPG is, uh, running a sketch out there. I didn't get a chance to participate in, but, uh, she's an incredible artist. And if you look at the hashtag sketch there's like a ton of incredibly talented, uh, people out there who are drawing you know wrestling images and it's highly recommended you'll find some really good artists out there by by just following that hashtag oh yeah definitely and there's like you know there's like you said you can't name all the artists out there but there there definitely are uh like there's a couple that i followed and actually you know there's there's one um it's a jedi jack yeti have you oh he's great yeah he's a great dude yeah, his art. I think like his artwork kind of reminds me of like that, like not Todd McFarlane type of like. It's like really detailed. Like it's like yes. real, like oh, without like, a doubt, it, it looks like he it takes him like a year to like <laughs> finish yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, artwork. And obviously, you know, um, he, he I actually he I actually purchased uh, he had a he had a poetry book. Um, uh, yes, yeah, did that raw raw is war one. I actually yes. um I actually purchased that from him and uh, I. I still have it. I enjoy it. It's uh, I, I reached out to him. I was like, dude, this is amazing. Um, yeah, it, he's a good dude. Sick. Um, and obviously you have, you have like how Haiti art and stuff like that. And all yep. those guys. Yeah. No lanium. Yep. No lanium of- is, is really awesome too. Like it, 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 another thing is a lot of those podcasts and they reach out to those guys as well for, right. you know, right. t-shirts and, you know, logos and stuff like that. So 
and I like I said, I haven't seen anything for me anyway. Like as far as like like beef or anything between you know artists no. and stuff like that. But like I know I know for a fact like for like even when Figure Kingdom mentioned you know the figure photographers are like that. I could definitely definitely see that <laughs> yes. happening between yeah because that's really competitive. Because now when you're in this game with figures, you're trying to go for like that job with ringside or that right. job with a you know a Mattel or a uh, or Jazzwares or something like that. So it's it's really competitive where where you as an artist you don't have to kind of worry about that. You can you know you, you don't you're not you're technically not looking to you know get someone's attention. No, um, yeah. And and yeah, like the the one piece of advice I always give people is like, and I did it in the beginning. You give away your work, but then I had someone who at one point told me like, whatever you do, like it's okay to to give away a little bit or give a discount, but make yeah. sure you're making money off of it because you're taking your time to do this. And uh, you know, not everything has to be fan art. There's there's a time and a place for fan art, um, but you know when you're when you're just giving away artwork left and right, that's that's your time that you could be doing something with. Oh yeah, definitely. It, the time is money, as they say. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm gonna pivot a little bit, and we're gonna go into uh, let's go into to Nick. Let's let's separate extra cooler. Okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about Nick. Let's what 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 are your what are your other interests interests besides like artwork and you know obviously wrestling. That's what brings us together. Yes. That's what that's what you know you know keeps us together as a family. That's how we stay united. Right. But. What do you, what do you, what do you like besides wrestling? It's, uh, uh it's pretty, <laughs> it's like, it's going to sound pretty cookie cutter, but man, outside of my job, uh, you know, it's my wife, my two boys. Um, and then outside of that, you know, any opportunity to go out and, you know, whether it's get some lunch or get a beer and, uh, you know, outside of that interest wise, music has always been a, a huge role, uh, in my life from a very young age, from as early as I can remember, um, probably just as much as, as any of my artwork. Uh, and I might even say, if not more, um, you know, music's always on, whether it's, uh, in my, my headphones or in the car or in my classroom or the second I get home, you know, it's just something that's, that's always been there. Um, and then sports like outside of wrestling, it's, you know, football, baseball, and a little bit of basketball here and there. Um, but man, it's, I, I know, you know, this, um, but anybody that has kids can attest to the fact that it is hard to find time for everything. <laughs> oh yeah. That's the, that's, I was going to, you know, I was going to bring up the fact where like, you know, you talk about like listening to music and stuff like that. And you know, the stuff I used to listen to, when I was younger, I can't listen to around my kids. Oh no, it's, uh, no, not anymore. Not, <laughs> not anymore. It's really bad. So, like, even I'm catching myself trying to find like a like an edited version of a song or right. You know, some it's type true. Of, like clean playlist to play yeah. around because they're getting into music. They're you know right, I and you want to expose them to that. Yeah, they have a six year old and, and two four year olds. So, and they're starting to like you know they they're watching movies and stuff like the Minions and all this stuff. And they, right, you know, they they have all these like obviously they have these old school songs and stuff like that. So. They're really that that's kind of like the gateway uh, for right. stuff but like it's really hard to like, you know, listen to music around them because I want to listen to the stuff I want to listen to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You know, they'll run into my office or something like that. Well, <laughs> well, right. Like quickly shut it off. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. Or <laughs> I become more, you know, you know, looking out for those, like I said, like clean playlists or clean versions. Right. Of an album. So true. Like that, so. But I want them to get, you know, into music because that's like a it's like important. It's a huge inspiration too. like 
Like oh, said, without like, a doubt. Probably, like I said, you use it while you're, you know, dur- dur- while you're doing your works and stuff. Yeah, like that. you listen. To I always music, have, and that's giving you inspiration. It's giving you motivation to get that that piece done. And I want that the same. Uh, yeah, same for them. So, you know, without a doubt. Like, um, the uh, just to- totally off, not really off topic, but they've really like it, the weirdest thing is, uh, Kid Cudi, right? Yeah, he 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 does all like he did the uh, Sonic Sonic two movie like oh he, he did, did. Like, the theme song for it yeah so he did he did that and then obviously he has like the day and night song and all right that. So, so, right like, he has all these like like kind of like singy songy type of yeah yeah songs that they love like it, it's that's it's awesome weird they're like and, and it's like he, he he doesn't like really swear that much on right songs. no no that's like it's easy for you know for right to listen to as well right. as like soundtracks i i've i've found like a lot of soundtracks yes. are easy for them to listen to as well because it's not like it's not, there's no profanity and stuff. No, like that. So like, no, a, a perfect one too, is if you like for if parents out there, if you like, want your kids to get into like, you know, all types of, you know, music or if they kind of want to listen to hip hop and it's, you know, it's not like, you know, swear based. Right. Um, the, uh, the, the Spider-Man enter the spider verse. Oh, great movie. Like that, that soundtrack, they love, they love like, that's awesome. Song on, there, on there. Like that's what pretty much got them into it. Um, that's so, yeah, incredible. So, yeah, so I mean that that movie's great anyway. Like you said, it's it's an awesome movie. So, what are your like? Obviously, you know sports and stuff like that. What's your favorite? What's your favorite sport? Like, do you, you have to pick a favorite? I mean, uh, has football. Football is always my go-to. Is it college or prof- uh, NFL? NFL. NFL. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you follow college football at all, or uh, a little bit more now that gambling has opened up in New York? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 not not so closely. Just because in New York we don't really have like the closest teams to where I grew up were either you know Rutgers yeah. or Syracuse, and neither of those were very close. Yeah, I, I've noticed too. Like obviously, like with your artwork and stuff like that, like you have like you know you have some. The, you know the fiend you've drawn you've drawn yes. a few times of like horror inspired stuff are you into like into horror movies or the horror genre or you know she she will probably she wouldn't get mad at me um and marco i'm sorry but she probably won't even listen to this podcast my wife my, my wife uh i'll throw her under the bus she does not like scary movies <laughs> um so my scary movies have declined in my horror movies. Oh, no. uh, you know, I've talked about Jim being my best friend. It, it was always me, Jim, and his brother, Brian. And uh, that's that's what we would do every weekend, you know, as kids. Like, we would have a sleepover. We'd go to the video store, rent a VHS, and and get something real creepy or really cheesy and, and lock it down and... Oh man, it's you're making me sad now. Just thinking in October, <laughs> how I'm always trying to coerce her, like you know, Saturday night. All right, what can we watch that I can get away with right now? <laughs> <laughs> you got you, you got to find something that. Uh, what I I've, what I found was you got to find something that's gonna you know draw her in. It could be an actor, exactly, or, an actress or something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, but you you just actually made me sad because usually I'm watching like horror movies constantly, but obviously kids. Yes, and, that uh, too. Being, being old, you're tired. Yes. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. Haven't watched any movies or anything like that. So, like, like, like I like, um, you know, watching those like, like you said, like campy, cheesy movies. Like, yes, I love. Um, you ever see? Um, this is probably like it's not really obscure. It might be obscure. Um, Night of the Comet. Have you ever seen or heard of that? Movie? No, I have. I have At not. All? Uh, but I think it was like I think that movie might be eighty four or eighty five or okay. something like that. Uh, definitely seek that out. Obviously, uh, return 
is it Return of the Living Dead? Oh um, yes, yes. That 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 movie That's always a, me, dude. That is great. Um, but uh, yeah, for my wife, she doesn't like uh, like paranormal type movies or yeah, like, anything like with devil. the shock. Yeah, shock yeah. value is what spooks yeah. my wife out. <laughs> she'll uh, she'll watch like she'll she'll watch like horror movies. Like she loves Halloween and all that stuff. Yes. She'll watch like you know Devil's Rejects and you know all those types of movies. But she does not watch any paranormal type of like ghost movies right, or anything right. that has to do with the devil. Like, yeah, she, she doesn't want to. Yeah. she doesn't want anything to do. And those are the those are the fun ones to watch. Right. Those we, really scare you. <laughs> we used to like it was it was a regular occurrence where it, before kids it was uh, my wife and I would basically live at Jim and his wife's house and especially around this time of year it was like you know anybody would go to bed or the wives would go to bed and Jim would have something good to put on some sort of horror movie yeah. <laughs> and he would he would throw it on he could always deliver. Oh man, yeah, that's it. It you know obviously we talk about a lot of horror stuff. You know she does like the. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Steam. She loves, she loves, uh, she loves the horror genre, and you know that's there's like the this is my wife's favorite time of the year too. Is her favorite uh, holiday is Halloween, so okay. Um, oh, you're lucky. <laughs> we kind of get away with you know uh, watching like you know horror movies when we can. Like we just watched right. Halloween ends. Uh, okay, which is not yep. the best of reviews, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, it filled my need. Like I have to fill a quota for for right for the month right of October. I have to watch a horror movie. Of course, any any at yeah. all. So, <laughs> no, so that, that that was good enough for me. But um, but yeah. Any other um, are there any like any, any other movie genres or anything like that that you? Man, that we're you we're like uh, at our house. We're more of like a, a show, like binging. We love okay. TV. All right. Uh, okay. You know, currently we're big uh, Handmaid's Tale fans. Okay. Um, that that's one of our favorite shows. Um, I'm hooked in into that type of stuff. Anything with suspense, you know, gets me hooked. Um, but then I like like the cheesy half hour stuff. You know, Ted Lasso, Always is Honey in Philadelphia, which is oh, isn't as good, but it still delivers. Good yeah. shows. Um, you know, just anything that like is short. You know, because we also like to try and hang out and then like who knows who's going to fall asleep by 10 o'clock on a saturday night oh yeah <laughs> you know uh, matt would yeah. ma- matt would make fun of me right now like you old man like i'm surprised you're up right now at 10 20 recording this with marco <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean you know it's you know for as far as like you know series and stuff goes yeah it's it's, it's kind of hard to watch like when we've been trying to watch uh um the Dharma series on, on Netflix. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like I heard that's night. good. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's actually really good. If you, it's the, um, it's the, the guy that does the American horror story. Yes. Um, yeah. Series. I saw that. Yeah. So like you get, if you've, if you've watched all the American horror stories, like if you watch a show, you can definitely tell about the camera work. Um, okay. The soundtrack of it, the way that the way the show is shot. Um, right. You're pretty much used to it. <laughs> you like, you know, like, you kind of you can you can kind of expect that something yeah is going to happen, but um, it's I mean it's pretty much based on like whatever you know the, okay you know, the interviews and stuff that he's done and you know the tapes that he's that he's recorded and stuff like love that. it because so, I almost freaked out with one of the episodes like I won't say what it is but like I'm like you know the next morning I'm like I'm like oh my god I was like I was, I was just watching a uh, a clip of him actually talking about a scene in the like the actual right. show that actually happened <laughs> like it li- like I thought that you know. You know, when they do shows, they like kind of like, you know, they have to Hollywood it up a little. Right, bit. right, right. You know, make of it course. Entertaining. But 
legit that scene he speaks word for word exactly the scene that i watched i was like i was like holy crap that happened my wife is like yeah, yeah. and she knows this because she, <laughs> she listens to like all those um like the you know the murder mystery oh, the podcast podcast and stuff like that so she's yep. really into all that's not even mysteries that's those like you know actual murders that happen right so she's like oh yeah i knew all about that i'm like oh get, <laughs> get to know get to know that you're uh you're up on uh gruesome murders <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um i think all yeah we gotta watch all a lot of women watch those uh or listen to those uh podcasts so yes yeah who knows it may be planning something but, yeah you um, never know <laughs> <laughs> but um so for for extra cooler for the uh for the brand yes where do you see where do you see it going do you do you have like a do you have a like a five-year plan four-year plan 10-year plan of, you know is it is it you know just let it flow like a river uh, to see where it goes no i uh matt matt will once again tease me uh he calls me the planimal um because <laughs> i i always have to have a plan in place um so there's no set plan on what where i'm going currently i am uh coming to an end I'm, I'm coloring uh adding color to my second children's book uh i can't okay. give anything away uh the first one was s is for suplex i, I uh, have that i have two copies the, actually thank you <laughs> for those who haven't checked that out that's an alphabet book about wrestling uh it features 92 uh wrestling talents from people who are spent time in wwe who are now in aew yep. uh and who are much bigger names than when I illustrated it. You know, Britt Baker's in that. MJF is in yep. that. Just just to name a few. Um, so this one features no actual wrestlers. It's about food that wrestler wrestles. Uh, yeah. it, it, yes. Uh, an author reached out to me and uh, has commissioned me to illustrate his book. Um, so hopefully that'll be out relatively soon. Uh, I'm hoping to work more with, with Chalkline. Um, I have uh, some pieces that are a little bit more pop culture, uh, not necessarily wrestling related, uh, that, uh, some gallery shows that I'm taking place in with, uh, galleries, 1988. Um, and, uh, and then there's our podcast, man, the, the extra cooler show. I, I feel like I haven't talked enough about what we do and, um, outside of the artwork, it's basically me and my three best friends who, have coerced me into to starting a podcast and using our platform to uh, grow it. And each week we we alternate on and off. Um, one week we do uh, what we call a homework episode. We play on the fact that I'm a teacher and our homework is to yep. find a match or, or a pay-per-view. And we kind of review it and we really we just look for all the the wacky stuff that happens in that pay-per-view um, and kind of highlight that. And then uh, on the the off weeks, our, our extra credit uh, weeks, which we go over like the, the current product uh, of mm -hmm. WWE and AEW. And uh, really with that, our big goal is to start to uh, get some people on some, some, some interviews while watching wrestling and talking about wrestling with those people, uh, you know, yourself included. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely listen to the Extra Cooler Show. It's, it's our, Thank you. it's it's pretty much like the Pod Foundation's, uh, like shot of nostalgia. Um, not yes. to take away from terms not of to, yeah. that's, that's the name of one of their shows, but like you, you're the nostalgia side of uh of the Pod Foundation, so you, you can always look to you know look to Nick and the uh and the Survivor Series team. Yes, to uh, take you down memory lane, and that's that's you know that's one of the aspects that they wanted to uh you know grasp with the Pod Foundation is to right. get those different corners. 
of wrestling with the current product, with the, you know, the behind the scenes stuff, business side of it. And now it's kind of expanded. They said even more into like football and right. You know, it's it's wild. Like, it's crazy. So I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to see what other, what, what other shows kind of like. You uh, pop out of all this. Or, I'm like, yeah. Cause like, like you said, you know, you have, you have me kind of like, I don't want to say I'm the, um, you know, the, the first one to do it, but I'm kind of like the uh, first one to kind of like bridge that gap and, you know, oh, do totally. a show on Turnbuckle Tavern. So like I'm on both feeds essentially. And then like, you know, now you have uh, Jordan and Seth, uh, like I spoke earlier, they're on the, uh, the uh, NFL show that they have the long balls. So I'm kind of, I'm wondering what's going to happen with like um, other shows. Like, would you, would you consider crossing, doing like a cross promotion show or doing like a show? Um, like, you with, know, like, with like turnbuckle guys or with, with me or with Sheena or, you know, whoever is willing to do a, another show, a different yeah, show. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always open to it. I'll throw them under the bus. I know Matt, lo- Matt loves podcasting. I bust his chops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it too. Um, but you know, ulti- ultimately I'm always open to listening to anything and hearing anything out and, you know, love hop into things and, uh, get involved, man. It's, it's fun what we do. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, you have, um, you have like the, you know, in Turbo Tavern, they have like the broken VCR show yes. that they have where they, you know, they review like the older movies and stuff like that. Um, just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's going to be more stuff that pops out like that. Like, you know, with me, with this, with this show, where it's right. not really, it's not really wrestling oriented. It's main, it's mainly just me talking to people. No, it's that great. Realm and, you know, trying to get, you know, trying to get like, kind of like behind the scenes on how everyone, you know, you know, works day to day essentially. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see like where the pod foundation kind of expands. Uh, it can it only, to, it, you know, it, it's, it's gonna only going to grow. It's only yeah. going to grow and only going to continue to get bigger and better. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the other part of that too is, you know, getting the time to actually, you know, right. That's what it comes do down all to. These shows. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like backed up this week in, in particular. Like I did, uh, I did, um, uh, the, the, the turnbuckle debate, which will be out next Monday. Awesome. So I did that last night. I'm doing this tonight, and then tomorrow night I'm on the raw down. So yeah, you're busy, my weeks man. Aren't like this crazy, but you know, right? This, this just happened to be like a, uh, you know, I, I had you already planned for this week, so yeah. it's going to happen regardless. But the turnbuckle debate kind of like was on a whim, but that actually really went well. I hope everyone uh, definitely listens. To no, that. I can't wait. Away. I'm not going to give away the debate topics. Yeah, um, it's it's a it's a it's a triple threat match. We don't have uh, Tom. Tom couldn't make it. So it's myself oh, man. and the two bad chads, nice um, going back and forth, and it's uh, it's yeah. I mean, that's you know, one of I, my I, favorite shows. Yeah, I love the turnbuckle debate. I love uh, I, love, I mean, I mean, I love everything they do. I love, right. I love everything that Pod Foundation does. It's like like I literally you literally don't have to go outside of this group to listen to anything. You can just no, listen it's to the anything. highest of quality <laughs> <laughs> wrestling like, podcasts like, and beyond. We, we cover everything that you need. So I mean, yeah, but um. I think that that that's that's all I had. Actually, no. It. Oh no. I gotta I gotta ask you this 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 question because a lot of people get stumped on this. Uh, okay. Hopefully, hopefully you'll come through. So the setup is casual wrestling fan. All right. They you know they've they've kind of watched it back in the day. Not you know lost interest in it. Not you know not really into it as they were when they were like uh, kids or whatever. So they're trying to get back into it. Um, what's the one match that you? are going to pull out to bring them like you rejuvenate their love of wrestling. Like that one match, it's going to go, you know what? I got to, you know, I got to start watching this again. Could be current, 
could be in the pack. It could be. I mean, I think I had one oh. person pick two matches, but I, I let them slide with that. But um, what's the one that one oh, magical man. match that you'll? Uh, this is hard. I mean, this is really hard. You're, you're, it's got to be so. Like, this is going to be out of left field, but we always talk about this match, and maybe because we were there. And I don't know why it comes to the top of my mind. It's a little bit more recent. It's from SummerSlam in Barclays recently. Okay. Uh, it's a f- the four-way main event. And it was with uh, Lesnar, Roman, Samoa Joe, and I believe Braun Strowman. Oh, and it's yeah. the match where like uh, Lesnar gets like carried out on the stretcher early on in the match. Um, it's, it's totally like just chaos like pure chaos and if you were once a wrestling fan i think you could go to that match and watch that match and be like holy sh you know this is just crazy (laughs) you know um i don't know that's just off the top of my head like a match that we always talk about like how much fun it was to be there during that and you know that was the era of like brock like you know running rampant so you were like wondering you know is he gonna just squash someone in the middle of the ring uh and then when he gets taken out, you're like, okay, is one of these other guys going to win this match? Um, but I won't give it away the ending. Uh, so that's that's what comes to the top of my head. Was that uh, was that the match where uh, Braun Strowman need Brock Lesnar like really? I, oh, I believe so. got up, yes, and, like dropped him with actual punches. It may have it may have been. <laughs> I know exactly the match you're talking about. I know the the spot and everything. Because I want to say there was two other guys. There in that were match, like. So I think that was that that match. Yeah, it definitely. If, if if you haven't seen that clip, you can definitely search it. Just put uh, you know, search Brock Lesnar. And, yeah, and that's uh, that's probably it. not even like the that that isn't even a match that I would say is like a go to for work rate necessarily. I yeah. would just say it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's sports entertainment. That match. exactly. All right, so exactly. So since you picked that one, let, let's. I'm gonna give you a, a. You'll be probably the first one I'm gonna do this with, and not the last one. So. Uh, just not a wrestling fan doesn't really care for it, you know. You know, doesn't see like, oh, why do you watch this? Is it, you know those type right. of people? What match do you show them to you know to pique their interest and be like, oh, okay, all right, maybe I maybe I was yeah. missing out on something. Maybe <laughs> maybe this wrestling thing is uh yeah really exciting. Any, and it can be from that? any any time period. Any any time, like this is the match that's gonna like you know. Turn this this person yeah. just arguing with you like why do you watch wrestling don't you know it's fake that type of person yeah but um, now, you, now you're gonna be like all right I'm gonna pull this match out and now you're gonna be like holy shit all right all right now I get it all I'm right gonna, so it. all right I'm gonna narrow it down I'm gonna give you my three and and then I'm gonna narrow it down it would either be um, it would not be the Iron Man match between Brett and Sean because Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that match is ridiculously yeah. long um, but it would be either. Uh, SummerSlam 1992, Brett versus Perfect. Okay. It would be either uh, WrestleMania 13, Brett versus uh, Stone Cold, or okay, I would okay. have to go with uh, with the first of uh, Sean versus Undertaker. That that those are like my my three go to matches. Like if I just want like good stuff to watch, like I go and put one of those on. Usually every WrestleMania season, I make it a point to watch uh, Sean and Taker and uh, Austin and Hitman. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I probably, I probably have three too that I would for that fan. That's not the fan, but the person was like, oh, why watch that? Um, 
because of nostalgia, I mean, I'm not going to pick it, but obviously, Warrior Hogan, WrestleMania. Right. Of course. That's my, that's my childhood. <laughs> right. Right. Um, no, I totally in, agree. Yeah. For three matches, I usually go to. I do. I do love Brett and Austin, but I also love Brett and Roddy Piper. Oh, at eight. And, yeah. I, I, yes. I love the ending. From, it was just, you know, that match went from technical. Yes. Like, drawing. And like, it was, it just had like everything in it. I think enough to like, you know, give you an idea of what right. you're missing. Um, obviously, you know, Halloween Havoc, Eddie Guerrero, um, Rey Mysterio. Like if you're going to, for me, if you're going to show oh, somebody yeah. that's not into wrestling, like, you're right. You got to watch like that. That match gives you every emotion like imaginable. Um, my last one is Mind Games, Shawn Michaels and uh, yes, oh. uh, Mick Foley yep. or Mankind at the time. Like yeah. that match right there, that that's another. I think I just picked matches that had have everything in it. So yeah, like, <laughs> like yep. Gambit, we we covered that, we covered that match on uh, <laughs> we covered that match on on our show and uh, yeah, the Mind right. Games yeah. match and yeah, it's, it's it's so good. Yeah, it's, that it's, era it's, is so good. Yeah, and you just it, you know if if anyone has a chance, definitely you know listen to Foley as pod. And he actually yes. they talk about that match, the um the mind games match, and obviously you know oh okay how the the work rate like what what Sean was like, and you know because they talk about you know how Sean Michaels yeah was kind of a problem oh without a doubt for most people, but Mick Foley said he wasn't he like he said with yeah. him he was he was fine he like you know they went over everything and yeah they, they did they even did that spot where um. I know I'm kind of going over a little bit. It will end this soon, but I got to talk. I got to bring this out. So the spot that he had with Vader, well, no, it wasn't really a spot, but remember what Vader that. Yes. You know, yeah. The infamous. So yeah. they re they did that in the main yes. time. Yeah. Remember, yep. But that was planned. Yes. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, but they made know, it look real, man. They made it look real. And he, he, Mick Foley actually talks about that. Cause he, yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think he said Tommy dreamer called him up and was like, dude, you, you let him like, I can't believe you let yeah. him get away with that on, Live right. TV, and he was like, he was like, that was planned. He was like, get the hell right. out of here. That's all. He's like, yeah. He was like, I, he was like, I worked like every, like we worked everyone. We we went in saying, hey, we have yeah, to kind of do top. this. Yeah, we like you have you're riding off this like. His idea was like to put Sean like make Sean the bad boy. Like, right. He wanted to get that across. Like that's what Mick Foley's plan was. Like you know we're gonna go in. You're gonna you're gonna come out this as the you know that bad like everyone's gonna hate you essentially. Right. You're, you're going to be that guy, the bad boy. Like you're not squeaky clean. You're, yeah. you're just like, you're basically an asshole yep. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. He's like, and that's how we're going to get across. And he's like, he's like, and we did it. Cause we fooled everybody. Cause they thought that was like a mess up in the match. And it wasn't when we, like, when we went and covered that match, uh, I went to go back and listen because they, um, the two of them, Sean and Mick Foley were both on yep. uh, that edge and Christian podcast. Yep. Um, and they did a watch along of that match and it, it was incredible. But the whole um, archive of that show is no longer available. Yeah. There's the early episodes that are not available. And I was so bummed out. I ended up like scanning through the transcript of it that some lunatic put (laughs) online. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, you could could do no wrong with those two, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, it was it was I was glad to, you know, obviously you can't find it. But like I said, listen to Foley is pod. Uh, They do a mind games episode. And he definitely he goes through it. Obviously, you don't get Sean's commentary on it, but he, uh, yeah, he, he said, you know, Sean was great. He was just an a hole to everyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty much what he's like. He was, he was nice to me. He's like, so I can't, I can't speak right. to how he acted. 
back right. then because he, he was great with me. He loved me. So I don't Oh man. I, I don't know what it is to tell you. He may have been <laughs> he may have been a little bit afraid of uh Mick yeah. Foley. I mean because seriously his, his previous work in uh, WCW was uh it is his uh death match stuff probably uh right freaked him out a little bit. So I, I <laughs> I'm Shawn Michaels. I'm not I'm not sure if this guy no, no. Or, yeah, yeah. crazy with me. So I'm not I'm I'm gonna watch what I say pretty much. But, um, <laughs> but anyway uh, this is this is great. Uh, I think this, this might yeah. be the, this might be the second longest or the first longest episode. Oh man! Um, I have to check the uh, the time the archives. The last episode, but I think this might be the. I think we ran over over. I try to keep this at an hour, but like I said, I mean, we, we just start talking. I just start talking mainly. I can, yeah, it's I can a lot of fun, man. Guns. Yeah, I can no, up as much as I want, and uh, you know, it's a great format, man. It, it yeah, really is, and I really appreciate you having me on. No, no, thank you, and uh, you know. I thank you for coming on. I, like I, I, I know you're busy. Uh, you got a lot of stuff going on. Um, obviously in your personal life and in your professional life. And uh, definitely, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm definitely appreciative that you uh, jumped on with me and, uh, you know, had this conversation and definitely hope to have you on again. At, at Without a doubt. I say this to everybody, but I definitely want to do like a, a recurring thing where some, you know, a, a repeat. A yeah. Repeat like a follow up. Can, yeah. Um, it might, it, it could be like a, you know, I invite you on and we have someone else on and we can, you know, talk to someone nice. else. So I Love it. I, I, I'm definitely like, you know, obviously this is still in the early stages and, you know, it, it may change and evolve and stuff like that, but I may get a co-host. I don't know. I mean, All I'm right. not sure if anyone's willing to do it, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, that that's, I mean, not that I'm looking now, but that's something I've been considering. Um, Very cool. That, that was one of my fears doing the show is, you know, it's a one-on-one thing. It's not right. Like, no one to feed off of. I have no one to bounce, you know, ideas off right, of jokes right. or anything like that. So it's all me. If it sucks, it sucks. And uh, no, man, it, <laughs> it was awesome. And and the episodes that I've been able to tune into have been fantastic, man. You keep it up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, again, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll end it there. Um, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, if you didn't listen, I mean. I, I will be upset with you, but if you did listen, <laughs> I, I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, until next time, uh, you know, you know, just rock on. I never have any, uh, cool words to say at the end. Of the show, so we'll, just, <laughs> we'll just end it there. <laughs> See you later. Cheers. <laughs>